Welcome back to the Last Prepper Standing Podcast, episode number 16. Today we're talking 15 items that I think you should keep in your bug out vehicle. Now your bug out vehicle is probably your daily driver. You may have took some SHTF consideration into the purchase of your vehicle, but for the most part, it's going to be your everyday vehicle, whether it's a regular sedan or whether it's a full-blown, off-the-grid, trail-ready vehicle. I think you should have these 15 items in there, and some of them might seem pretty obvious. Some of them are just going to be good reminders, and some of them you may not have thought of, and I hope this helps. But before we jump into that, let's talk about some of the headlines right now and kind of what I have on my radar. So just reading straight off some headlines Housing market, is it the next crash? Crypto meltdown, it's the perfect storm of fear and panic. Uh, Coinbase customers are suing. I'm a Coinbase customer myself. Not only do I use them for my crypto purchases, but I also invested in the stock. So I'm going to be definitely looking into that a little bit more to figure out what is going on with Coinbase. I know that that stock started out um, with a lot of hype and I put some money into it and it has not performed near what they pumped it up like it would be. So that's a little bit of a disappointment, but that's how you know stocks go. I'm just going to hold. I don't lose any money until I actually sell so hopefully uh, that all turns around but it's definitely something a news story that I'm going to be digging a little bit more into Uh, Gavin Newsom is is proposing more stimulus checks so just devaluing our currency even more talking about the average person is putting retirement on hold right now and how um, excessive gas prices prices are actually um, a main concern as we come up towards these midterms and how people are trying to figure out how they could deal with that because it's impacting everybody on a daily basis from the formula shortages to the the inflation. I mean, we're poor, pretty much borderline getting close to having some hyperinflation and, you know, hyperinflation could be what you're experiencing depending on what your income is. I think if somebody was on a fixed income and they're making the same amount that they've always made, they're experiencing kind of a hyperinflation situation because they're definitely not um, living at the same means that they're used to. There's a lot of reports out about how um, single working parents are at the point where they're skipping meals just to make sure that there's enough food um, to go around the table. So that that's that's what's on my radar right now. I'm trying to pay real, real close attention to what's happening with this economy, what's happening with this housing market, and kind of what the next uh, domino to fall is. A lot of preppers, and myself included, thinks we're long overdue for kind of a great recession slash depression all over again. I don't know if we ever really came out of the one from 2008. I think we kind of had maybe a bounce back and then it still needs to kind of dip a little bit lower. But there's been unprecedented spending, unprecedented borrowing, unprecedented printing of money. It's just not going to look good, but that's on my radar right now. And as things get a little more dystopic, the economy gets a little bit more rough. I mean, you may have to be in a situation where you're having to travel further th- for work. You're having to put yourself in a situation where you're uh, taking a second job. Maybe the kind of what do they call it? The um, gig economy. Maybe you're going to be using your vehicle to kind of work a little side hustle and do some Uber or something like that. Some Uber Eats or some DoorDash or whatever it is. But that's kind of what has me um, thinking about vehicles because I've seen a lot more people um picking up side work that involves, you know, using the asset of their vehicle. 
And I got a trip coming up. We're going to be going to South Beach and we're going to be road tripping it there from Texas. So it's about a 10 hour drive. So between all that and then having um, just kind of the bug out vehicle at the top of my mind, I figured it'd be good to provide you guys with a top 15 list, my top 15 list of what I think you should have in your bug out bag. So let's go ahead and jump or not in your bug out bag, in your bug out vehicle. Sorry, but let's go ahead and uh, jump right into the list. We'll start out with number 15. Work gloves. I think it's going to be important to have some work gloves because you don't know what um, you may have to do to get your car either operable, which you may have to pick up to move something out of your way if it's blocking your path. So some good work gloves in your car is going to be a huge benefit um, should the situation arise where you're going to have to get your hands dirty to either move your vehicle or to repair your vehicle. Uh, number 14, some jumper cables. Now to me, jumper cables are not only um, good for you, but it's good for another person. You might be able to help somebody in a situation where all they need is a jump to get their car started and back up on the road. Um, number 13 is a flashlight. This flashlight, for, for me, this flashlight never leaves the vehicle. This is strictly for your car. It's not a flashlight that goes inside. It's not a flashlight that's part of your bug out bag, anything like that. It's a flashlight that's dedicated home is in your vehicle. Um, number 12, a blanket, regardless of the time of year. I know some people winterize or summarize their bug out vehicles and they may take a blanket out or add a blanket. I'm of the mindset where I just want to keep a blanket in there 24 seven. There are some nights and some climates where it may be super hot, um, during the day, but then super cold at night and you never know what type of situation you're going to be in if you're in a, a bug out situation with your vehicle. So to have a blanket with you at all times is very important. Um, number 11 tools. Now these tools just shouldn't be any tools. You go through your owner manual, you, um, do a little bit of work on your vehicle. You're going to be identifying, you'll be able to identify what tools you need for your specific vehicle. Um, and what ones would be the most, uh, prudent for you to keep in your vehicle. So some tools, uh, number 10, snacks and water i think the most likely thing you might incur while you're in your uh in your bug out vehicle is maybe just a big traffic jam i know we've been in a couple myself um, one that lasted upwards of three hours and you're sitting in that vehicle and you're getting hungry you're getting thirsty maybe you're off work you're headed home, you're wanting to get a dinner, and there's a major wreck, and you're not able to leave that vehicle. So at least you got some snacks and some waters, and you could kind of pass the time a little bit better. Um, number nine is a portable phone charger, a charged portable phone charger, too. It's important to make sure that it's charged. The reason for that is in case you have to abandon your bug out vehicle, our best, our, one of our biggest everyday assets is our phones. So just to make sure that you have an ability to keep that charge in case you have to hoof it, go, uh, and go out and leave your vehicle you know that you're going to be able to keep your phone charged for an extended period of time because when you're in your vehicle you could obviously just use your car to charge your phone but uh a backup portable phone charger uh number eight a map. Now, this should not only be just a map for your area, but maybe the map for your most frequent areas you're in. If you travel a lot, you find yourself in a different city on a frequent ba basis, you're going to want maps for all the areas that you're in on a regular basis actual physical maps that you have that you can access in case um, it's a grid down scenario, maybe something your phone's compromised and any of the data or maps or information you have on there, you're not able to access. You just want some physical maps. If you can get those maps laminated or get some uh, waterproof or weatherproof ma uh, maps, that's going to be even better. 
Um, number seven, this might be a little bit controversial, um, but as a, as a gas can. Now, you could have an empty, full, somewhere in between, whatever you want to do. But if you run out of gas and you don't have a gas can to fill up the gas, to go get yourself some emergency gas, or if you're in a situation where you're bugging out, um, you see a lot of good options. You know, if you have a truck for the overland setups, how they have the portable gasoline. But if you could get a gas can at the least, empty, full, partially full, whatever you feel comfortable with in your vehicle, I'd encourage you to do that. Um, number six, this is important and you keep it in the vehicle year round too, is a quality raincoat or poncho. Not the little dollar store thin trash bag ponchos. You don't want those. Those are junk. It won't even serve a purpose. You want to get a quality uh, poncho. Number five is going to be emergency contacts written down. This kind of goes back to like the um, the maps in a portable charger. Your phone is your big asset, but if that phone goes down, it's stolen, it's compromised, anything like that, you want your emergency contacts written down on a physical piece of paper that you could get to. Um, number four is some emergency cash. Cash is king if you have some emergency cash in your vehicle. Now, again, the key to this is in your bug out vehicle. This isn't cash you keep in your pocket or in your phone or anywhere else. This is cash in your vehicle for an emergency only. Um, number three, I have gotten out of tickets because of this. I have had it be a witness to someone else's accident. I hopefully it's never happens to me, but it always surprises me that people as uh, who are preppers do not have dash cams in their vehicle. The, you're more likely just to get in a fender bender and have someone lie about you than we're ever going to have to deal with a super volcano or an asteroid hitting earth or any of those other prepping things that you hear people talk about. You're, you're more likely to get in just a normal car collision and more than likely the person's not going to admit fault. They're going to lie about it. And at least you have the dash cam to be there as an impartial witness as to exactly what happened. So a dash cam. Um, number two. And just like all the other stuff I mentioned is a tourniquet that stays in the vehicle. I have a turn, tourniquet in my bug out bag. I have it in, as part of my EDC, but I also have one that is just in my vehicle and doesn't leave. Now the tourniquet can be used if you're in an accident, it can be used on you. It could be used on someone else. It, it could be an actual life-saving tool uh, if you're in a, a serious enough accident. So a tourniquet. And number one, this is something I don't have and I keep meaning to get it in my vehicle, but it's a fire extinguisher. They have little ones that you could put in your car um, and you could have on hand. Now, if you have an electric vehicle, you may you might want to get the one that's specific for your type of vehicle or specific for the um, the type of electrical fire that the electric cars have. But it always bugs me anytime a, an electric car catches fire. It, it's a huge new news story, but there's far more combustible engines that catch fire than there ever will be electric cars, and that's just because there's more of them. But if you have the ability to deal with a car fire, whether it's your car or someone else's fire. Um, you might save someone's life. You might save your own life, but a fire extinguisher. And that's one of those things that I don't think too many people consider for having in their bug out bag. It may come in handy if you're in your bug or your bug out vehicle, but it may come in handy if you're taking your bug out vehicle to an off grid bug out location, you're camping out, that fire gets a little bit away from you. You have a fire extinguisher there on hand. There's just a couple different multiple uses 
for having a fire extinguisher with you. So that's that's my top 15 list. That's what's on my radar. I'm looking forward to um, this vacation. I'm going to do a travel podcast too, talking about what we did when we traveled, how we were prepared for that, because it's a 20-hour round trip. 20 hours in the vehicle, um, kind of uh, bugging out across a couple different states. There's a lot of considerations for that between the different gun laws uh, going from Texas to Florida and just kind of how we want to plan our route, making sure that we have enough fuel, the timing of it all, and then a little bit of how um, the climate is in other states with all the stuff that's still going on. Uh, Tensions are high, what the vibe is, all that type of stuff I'm going to be covering in a separate podcast also going to be doing a YouTube video on it, but I just wanted to go ahead and put this out there. My top 15 bug out items you need in or bug out vehicle items you need in your car. So real quick, just to recap, we'll go one through 15, one, a fire extinguisher, two, a tourniquet, three, a dash cam, four, emergency cash, five, emergency contacts written down, six, a quality raincoat or poncho, seven, a gas can, empty, full, partial, eight, map nine a charged uh portable phone charger number 10 some snacks and water number 11 some tools number 12 a blanket regardless of the time of year number 13 a flashlight number 14 some jumper cables and number 15 some work gloves so if that's all stuff you already have in your vehicle stuff you've already checked the box on good for you you're doing a great job now go double check those items and make sure they're in quality working order make sure that the fire extinguisher um, is not outdated make sure that the flashlight has um batteries in it that they working good go check on that gas can go make sure your rain poncho doesn't have any holes in it do all those little things that you need to do just to um do a gear check on your on your gear so thanks for tuning in guys uh, appreciate all the feedback i've been getting on the podcast you can follow me at last prepper standing on instagram at american prepper group or the prepper syndicate and if you're a fellow prepper i encourage you to get on the prepper syndicate i do all i can to share other preppers informations on there i bring other preppers on as guests onto this podcast i got the casual preppers from the casual preppers podcast they're going to be coming on next month i'm super excited about them i'm sure all of us love and enjoy that podcast and if you haven't listened to that one i mean I just got to keep it real. It's far better than this, but it's great quality information. The guys do an amazing job. So I encourage you to go check them out as well at the Casual Preppers podcast. But that's my big, big interview coming up. I'm really, really looking forward to that. But those are the top 15 items you need for your bug out vehicle. That's what's on my radar. See you guys next time.